Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. My name is Lily Barbudis, and I'm here with Renee Reddy and Christina Varillas. Under Maya, the Dispute Resolution Service, commonly referred to as the DRS, will handle all disputes in relation to merit reviews, medical assessments, and claims assessments. As I'm sure most of you listeners are aware, all claims assessors and medical assessors now fall within the DRS, as does a new class of decision maker known as merit review officers. Today, we are going to discuss the merit review process. If a claimant has a dispute with an insurer in relation to a determination made on the claim, the claimant must request that the insurer undertake an internal review of their decision. So, Christina, can you please tell the listeners a little bit more about the statutory framework that governs the merit review process? Sure. Section 7.9, subsection 1, provides that a claimant may request an insurer to review decisions about a merit review matter, a medical assessment matter, or a miscellaneous claims assessment matter. That's great, Christina. But what happens if the claimant is not satisfied with the insurer's decision? Thanks, Lily. Section 7.121 of Maya provides that a claimant who is aggrieved by a reviewable decision made by an insurer may apply to the DRS for a merit review. So, listeners, this means where the insurer has conducted an internal review and provided a determination that the claimant disagrees with or fail to notify the claimant within the specified time frame or has declined to conduct an internal review, then the claimant is entitled to lodge an application for a merit review. Great. Thanks, Renee. So, listeners, you may ask, can a merit review take place without an internal review? Subject to reviewable decisions excluded by Clause 10 of Mayer, Section 7.11 mandates that a merit review may not take place until the insurer has conducted an internal review. But are there any exceptions? I'll let Christina answer that. Well, Section 7.11, subsection 2 of Maya dictates that a merit review may take place, however, without an internal review where the insurer has failed to complete the internal review, then required to do so, or where the insurer has declined to conduct a review. So some examples under Schedule 2 of Maya include the amount of statutory funeral benefits paid by the insurer, the amount of weekly statutory benefits payable, and whether statutory weekly benefits can be terminated because the injured person has reached retirement age. In determining a merit review according to Section 7.13, Subsection 1, The merit reviewer appointed by the DRS is to decide what the correct and preferable decision should be based on the material presented to the reviewer. Basically, the merit reviewer is given the power to step into the shoes of the insurer and make their own decision on the merits of the dispute. Thanks for explaining that, Christina. I guess my next question would be, how do they achieve this? Well, Lily, they can conclude one of the following. Firstly, affirm the reviewable decision or, secondly, vary the reviewable decision, or thirdly, set aside the reviewable decision and make a decision in substitution for the reviewable decision, or fourthly, set aside the reviewable decision 
and remit the matter for reconsideration by the insurer in accordance with any direction made by the merit reviewer. Great. Thanks, Renee. What about timeframes? When is the decision made? And what are the obligations of the merit reviewer? Well, within 28 days, the merit reviewer is obligated to issue a certificate with a brief statement of reasons. That's great. But what happens if the certificate is not issued within the 28-day period? Well, essentially, the decision is deemed invalid. The claimant or insurer may request a merit review decision be reviewed by a DRS review panel. This application must be made within 21 days of the date of the initial merit review decision. So what about medical disputes? Does the merit reviewer have any additional powers? Thanks, Christina. Yes, the merit reviewer has the power to attend to the following. Firstly, to refer a medical dispute to the DRS for assessment. This is based on section 7.20, brackets one. Secondly, to refer a medical dispute for further medical assessment. This is based on section 7.24. And thirdly, to request a non-binding opinion from a medical assessor on a medical assessment matter. And this is based on section 7.27 of Maya. Now, pursuant to section 7.14, brackets one, A merit reviewer's decision takes effect on the day it is given or such later date as decided by the merit reviewer. However, given section 7.14 brackets 2, where a merit reviewer's decision varies or substitutes an insurer's decision, the decision of the merit reviewer is taken to be a decision of the insurer and to take effect from the date of the insurer's actual initial decision, unless the merit reviewer directs otherwise. Listeners, section 7.15 brackets 1 allows both the claimant and the insurer to apply to have a merit reviewer's decision reviewed by a merit review panel. Now, Lily, can you tell us a little bit more about what happens if the decision was incorrect in a material respect? Yes, sure, Renee. Pursuant to section 7.15 brackets 2, a reviewable decision may only be referred to the merit review panel on the grounds that the decision was incorrect in a material respect. As such, the merit review panel's role is to assess whether the merit reviewer could have made the decision they did rather than whether they should have made the decision on the merits. Section 7.15 brackets 4 provides that the review panel may confirm the decision of the single merit reviewer or set aside the decision and substitute their own decision. Thanks, listeners. That concludes today's topic. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. And please join us next week for another episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at mccabecurwood.com.au or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.